I just want to learn what I need to know to make what I'm doing correct and to regs. And that's it. When we have all these other discussions on this point, 4.1.2.4.5. Oh, God. Just Shut up. pages it and what sentence like. looking car charger on the market today now I want to talk to you about why it's good for electricians to install it's got built-in pen protection and you get your OLEV grant paid at the end of the job instead of having to wait months for some bureaucrat to shuffle around a few papers and get you paid out hypervolt front that cost for you so it is a no-brainer Go and check them out, hypervolt.co.uk, or just Google it or search it on any search engine, and you will find Hypervolt at the top. And, you know, there is, it's one of the easiest um, car chargers to install. Go and check it out. Hello and welcome to Monday Club. We've got a full house tonight. The old Quinnergy's back in the house. Come on. Hi. Hello. And we've got Summer with her eyebrows. Been good. <laughs> and we got old Nico. Hello. Well, no, say it more enthusiastically, twat. <sighs> Hello, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice to be here. <laughs> going for, he's going for James Bond. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, so and how are you, Sam? Um, I'm all right, man. It's Thursday. So fuck, it is Thursday. Like, we're so Not bad. Monday. Yeah, we're so bad. It is Monday. Well, we had to cancel last week because of me. I was just working all the time. We rescheduled it and then I cancelled again. So my bad. Because it yeah. was going to be Thursday Club again, wasn't it? It was. Um, but things have just been... like It's really hard to do Monday because I travel I travel on a Monday and I get back and I'm so tired by like six o'clock. I've got a fight to stay up. So I know it's not going to be a good podcast. Then someone's always got CrossFit. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry for you're, trying to get fit. Are you one of them? Yeah, she's always she's like, I can't do tonight. I got CrossFit. And I didn't like, know that was still a thing. Yeah, it's still a, it's massive. Is it massive? It is really big. Yeah, it's really big. Us three are all just jealous because we'd all die if we tried. I to know do it. I would struggle. <laughs> Listen, I'm so fat at the moment. It's ridiculous. Ah, uh, so am I. Um, so we should just call it Fat Fat Club. That's all it's uh, Fat Club in summer. Fat what Club in the slums. My family have a group chat and it's called Fat Club because we're all... <laughs> what's one rule there? You don't talk about Fat Club. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so what's new? What's, what's been... Hold on. Forget Nick. Forget Summer. Craig, you've been gone a while. What's new? I, I have, man. I had to put all my efforts into the into work, into life for a wee while. Uh, kind of business is, was growing quite quick and we've kind of struggled with the growing pains of it. Uh, financially it's been a big big strain and I think um, uh, one of the videos I watched not long ago might be a bad word in here but Thomas Nagy he was talking about uh, nah he's alright he's good uh, I think he invested about 100 grand in his, his new venture or something like that but 150 yeah. grand oh was it yeah he done a video hell. the other week uh, oh, you watch his videos then nice one no it was it was actually on Instagram it wasn't on uh, it wasn't on YouTube um, also, to anyone who is a very new listener and subscriber of Monday Club, if you've not seen Craig before, he's from Scotland. Yeah. Okay? So Hence, there's, there's know, a hit. Sometimes listen. the subtitles come up on the screen. Mate, I should <laughs> subtitle. I should subtitle Craig. Um, no, Naji piled in like 150k into his new like le- like trying to level up and stuff. Um, he bought. All kinds of new vans and a unit better than Nick's. Um, vans better than Nick's. Do you know, I don't know if that's right or wrong to do that. I, I mean, I didn't invest to go bigger. I've had to invest to keep the business running, I think. I don't know. I don't, like, Listen, it's one of them things. It's like everyone's got an opinion on business, but yeah. it will work. Like It's one of them things. I just don't know. I'm so dumb at business. I, I can't think, comment. I think it de- depends what you want out of the business. I've said before, and I said to you guys earlier, if I wanted to go down Jordan's route and I wanted to employ five guys, I could. I know I could, and I could grow the business. But what comes with that is a pile of stress bigger than me, which I would never want. Some people thrive under stress and, and would like and welcome it and want to build and grow this big empire. 
fair play. There's different ways of looking at our business, a, a, a domestic business like ours are. I have no interest in that at all. And it's just what you want to take from it, how much time and effort you want to put into it. I want to put a lot of effort into it, but equally have a lot of my own spare time still with the family. Jordan's took a different route and he's grown up and, he's, and it's going amazing for him. And congratulations, because by now, when this goes out, he probably will have hit 100k subscribers. He's the first YouTuber. Um, Is he? As a, yeah, so he's on no, 98 the moment. Vlogger. vlogger, as a vlogger, other than Efix, he's, he's the first one to hit 100k, so... Congratulations, Jordan. Powerful. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He, Thanks a lot. He's done Nadji as well. Done, he done yeah, he overtook him. So Jordan's now king, king YouTuber now. Joe, what was smart about what he done? I'm going to get back to Craig in a minute because I think that's more important. But what I want to say is, you know what's smart of what he done is he went down the EV route. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. He was the only one really pushing it. So not only did he get the EV viewers, he's got the um, electrical viewers as well. So yeah, he's, doing yeah. ba- he's doing battery packs as well, isn't he? He's doing power. He's going yeah. into PV as well, yeah. That's what we are maybe looking at for next year. Is Renewables. Yeah. Renewables. And a good thing, what I've said to Jordan time and time again, I've spoke to, to Lee and Corey, is he's got some young, fresh-faced face, fresh face lads in that are confident in the camera, know what they're doing, and he's jumping between the different lads and Ruben, who is the um, uh, apprentice, on each video and sharing the screen time around. So everybody's got a bit of everything. Let's say people... Some people don't like Corey. It's okay. He's got Lee and Jordan and whatnot, and vice versa. Some people might not fancy Lee, but they've got Joe. So he's done a good little cycle between them, which is nice to see. Obviously, you just get my boring old round face in every one of my videos. But uh, yeah, while he's done, I'm really impressed. Damn. That's good. Nick wants to kill himself now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Craig, let's get back to you and not Nick. Um, so you've like so your business has gone like your business has grown quickly though over the last yeah. year or so. This, how, many this people, year. how many people do you employ at the moment? Um so we've got thirty seven on the books now. Thirty seven people on the books. Like yeah. how many subscribers Sam's got? <laughs> <laughs> but but the but, stress the stress level of, of organizing that level of business must be phenomenal, no? Yeah, uh, do you know it's, it's took its toll. The last six months has been has been a challenge. Just I think um, you can't do it all yourself. That's a problem for me. Is like I've been so used to looking after five or six guys and then a couple more. Now you've got to put your trust into your management. You've got to you've got to make sure that the office staff is run by somebody good in the office. The, the guys out and about are run by somebody good. The marketing's done right. It's where, where we slipped up at what we're talking about earlier is guys now being off on holiday, guys being off on sick, um, and you've got a massive workload in front of you. Like our guys are booked now for the next like eight weeks. So if somebody takes a day off, then how do you rearrange a day? How do you find somebody else to go and do the work? Because you're that tightly packed that you don't even you can't even just put it on to the next day. Because mm. so it is, I mean. My problem is I still go out in the tools just about every day. That I really need to step back into the office and just kind of try and manage the office and stuff but like that. This is why this is why your your journey is quite quite um, interesting. It's because you're doing it completely not how the book says to do it, aren't you? Really, like yeah. you're doing it ask about face, but you're making it work. Yeah. Right. I think it's, you put, I, I do put my trust into people to do their job and allow them, right, rather than micromanage them, I allow them to actually turn up and do what we've asked them to do. And as long as our processes are quite, are the same. So as long as we don't go off our core business, then we can't really fail. Um, it's when we start doing kind of rewires, kitchens, fit outs, different things, and you're taking your... Like that's what's really messed us up, taking on too many remedial jobs. Because you like your your business is really compliance, isn't it? Yeah. So I I done a post, uh, done really well on LinkedIn. I don't know if it did anything good on Instagram or that, but we've done just about fifty thousand certificates this year since January wow. the seventh till now. But like it's crazy. I uh, what what people want like what people don't get that is, is the admin that is like fifty thousand work orders, fifty thousand tenants to book in, or fifty sets of keys to get, fifty thousand jobs, fifty thousand reports, 
invoicing. Then you've got to mark off the invoicing with the remittance. You've got to check your banking. You've then got to send your accounts. It's, I mean, it's massive. That is, it's, when you actually look back at it, it is massive. Like this time last year, we were doing 10,000. So put it into perspective for Sam. So Sam, so fifty thousand is roughly the same amount of takeaways you've had in the last year. So if you put that all together, that's <sighs> Nick's that's on a lot. one tonight. Oh, you know what? That's yeah. quite funny. I like this. I like this. Like, but Nick's on one. I just fancy ready, it, you know ready I mean? break this morning. Feels hard. Summer's next. Summer's next. Aye, aye. I've not heard for summer in ages. What have you been up to? Oh, I, I moved back to like home. Case. home. <laughs> Luton basically and, uh, back to commercial now rather than domestic so oh, bad so much happier <laughs> see this is the thing like... it's 2 versus 2 now isn't it yeah huh? disgusting I feel two, sick 2 versus 2 no listen at the end of the day it's your calling isn't it like domestic you're either domestic spark or your commercial spark yeah some people love it like you weirdos uh, but yeah like, who wants to do that much graft? Like, they graft <laughs> so I'm going to retire at the age of 35, so it's fine. You're definitely not. No, absolutely not, no. I'll be in a wheelchair, <laughs> my knees would have gone, yeah. No, to be honest with you, it's a, it's a funny thing. And this is why I've got this group on tonight, actually, because there's been a lot of debate. Um, the Spark Show um, with Mark and What's Neil. Spark Show? <laughs> so, they're your friends. <laughs> They are. Um, they done. They done quite an interesting mm. podcast um, on um, <laughs> on, the that. <laughs> on the yeah, regs. On the regs. So they done this. They done this podcast on the regs about is it is it good enough for the industry? Like a lot of people say the regs ain't good enough. Um, it, and what they're saying is the minimum standard is quite high, and. The reason I've got you guys on tonight is because you two are domestic. Craig, you work in domestic, but you also work in compliance. Me and Summer, I'm a manager. Um, I'm a, a site manager um, for a healthcare company. And you are, you know, a lowly gold card now. And it's a proper set of... It's lowly offensive. What? Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but we're a proper group of of varied sparks, and I wanted to take. I Hang on, you didn't you didn't it. tell you didn't tell everyone what I was. Go on, what put me into a category? What am I? <laughs> You're one man band. Sorry, does Adam not work for me anymore? <laughs> yeah, but it's an apprentice. It don't count. You're one man band. So oh, we've got one man band, site manager, a um, compliance <laughs> director, and a gold card spark. Like there is no better opinion crowd than that. Yeah. So what you, want, you want us to answer the question of is BF seven six seven one eighteenth edition good enough? It, do you think? Um, it, do you like because what you have is another podcast called E <laughs> five with like four dudes who aren't really electricians; they're electrical enthusiasts, and they're always moaning about. BS 7671 being uh, not fit for purpose or not good enough or too vague. And then you've got the, then you've got the spark show who say, actually it's a really high standard. Um, it's a really high well, standard. I, th- I think, I think it's a high standard if you compare it against some other countries or some other. Yeah. That's a good point. Regulation. So it's obviously you can pick faults with anything just the same as you can pick faults with law courts, uh, policing, There's, but you you need you need something that's going to hold everyone together, and somebody's going to follow some sort of standard. There's obviously people that are going to take it above the standard, and there's people that's going to bring it below the standard. But I think it's I think it's a good I think it's a good judgment to follow the regulations and take it as you can to to make it better. If you can make the situation better, then use the regulations to give you guidance and then make the situation as safe as possible, really. Yeah, my, my issue with it, I think, is there is nothing to compare it to. As a younger spar, and I've been doing it 12 years, but obviously only doing domestic. What, what is slightly annoying is I wish there was a uh, 18th edition for domestic only and there was another 18th edition for commercial work you know separate yeah. the books a little bit you know if I, I only want to work commercial uh, sorry uh, domestic 
I can do both, but I prefer. Point, really. You can't. Yeah, you can't, he, I can do both, but you can't. <laughs> no, no, do you know? You know what's a good divide? Live testing, domestic. There's no. I don't think there's any issues with live testing. No. <clears throat> on, on on industrial commercial, I think it's okay as well. On an industrial level, or if you are in a petrochemical environment, then live testing is is slightly different. So. With a regulation you've got to you've got to follow live testing a domestic situation we should all be able to do quite confidently and, yeah. and and have no issues at all. But what well, I think with one thing as well, like you said about the you you, you make you make, you, uh, you make your judgment on the regulations. So I could do something in another spot the next day to so do the same job a different way one of us would call the other one wrong and it's down to the judgment of the spark and being competent and putting forward your your reason, uh, your yeah. bit, but what I find awkward is when you do get this and you are butting heads with other people, who is right and who is wrong? There's no clean cut answer at this well, the way it's done. As long as you're both above the standard, then it shouldn't really matter what comes after that. Yeah, but even if you comply with the basic standards, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be yeah, above exactly. it. No, and, no, that's what I mean. No, but like as long as you're above that, yeah. the regs to a yeah, no, as long as you're following the regs to like to the minimum standard. There does I'm... need to be a minimum standard, like with the reg. It does need to be laid out because some people are doing shit that should not be allowed and it's unsafe. Yeah, yeah. and and well, this is a thing. This is why the regs exist, so you can look at a bit of work and go, "Well, that doesn't comply," so that's substandard work. And I think what Mark and Neil were saying is the standard, the base mark standard of what the regs are is more than good enough. Yes, they're vague in certain areas, but you're never going to write a perfect document, are you? No. Yeah. And there's always spelling mistakes as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there's always spelling mistakes. There's always... Listen, I can't say nothing. I spell no, electrical can wrong. I. No, what did I spell? Electrician's wrong. I spell... I, I, get, I get electrician and electrical mixed up. I, I go to write out electrician and then ele- I write electrical by accident. <laughs> I'm so bad at spelling. It's like I couldn't spell our the other day. O U R. I said it out loud and I was like, our. Our. You know when you, do, when you say a word so many times, it just doesn't as sound in, like, right. Minutes and hours. Right no, our as in O U R. Like it's our car. You sound like you put an H on it. Yeah. yeah. And I was Listen, like, do you know what? <sighs> Nick, you're making us look dumb. No, no, no. This is dyslexia. So it's fine. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. Dyslexia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart, I get can't on. put words together. No, yeah, I can't reality, read or spell. Yeah, but, uh, but the reality is, my opinion on the regs is like what you say was quite valid, Nick, about the um, one person's opinion um, varies to the, another person's opinion, and that's like when it comes to you know when you know like um, someone puts up a picture of some dodgy work like a light fitting, and they go, "Is this a C one or C 2 And it's like. And you get like 50-50 on it. Yeah. Like, that's like a... It's, everything's going to be open to interpretation based on the set of scenarios that lead up to it as well. So sometimes yeah. the picture just doesn't do it, do it justice, does it? Yeah. We, we the could, code breakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The code breakers are slightly different as well, though. Some are good and some are bad. Because I worked with a guy who said... So basically, there was no main earth coming into this flat, and he put it down as a C3. And I personally would put that as a C1 to say that we need to put it in. And then he said, oh, but in code breakers, anything to do with an earth is a C3. Absolutely not. That's, that's, not, not, right. that's not right. Well, there was a big discussion about yeah. it in the office. Sure but that's like what he was adamant about, is that anything to do with earth comes down to a C3. You know what you should have done? It just punched him straight in the face. Uh, or ring Kimmy. She would have sorted it. <laughs> Listen, don't don't bad mind Kimmy. Hey, well, don't love Kimmy. <laughs> no, but the reality- we've, uh, we've we've just had how we put in quite a lot of EICRs into a, a national uh, housing association about three months ago, and we've just so it was two hundred and seventy went in, and we've just had been handed back twelve that they deem not fit for purpose. Um, they got. Two other, so basically, what they did is they picked a percentage of all their contractors to go out and send out two other contractors to oversee gas safeties, EICRs, everything. And so I got to see everybody's EICRs and see when you actually look at 
the other people's compared to us. I think ours are actually really, really good. One of the other companies was also really good, but there was one that picked up things that weren't even there just to gauge work. And what happened is the technical authority inside the Housing Association took the one with all the information as gospel and basically was saying that our our standards weren't as good as theirs. So I've I've just literally been out. I was that's what I was doing today before I went out, took photographs. They were saying there was no fire barriers, there was no breaks, there was basic insulation, this cable's not clipped. Do they not have to upload photos with it? So that's the thing, they didn't upload photos, but on our certificates, we upload photos. Yeah, because yeah, we same. used to have to make sure everything we put a photo with. And I've got, I mean, if I could show you just now, I've got all the photographs here and everything that they picked up, I've got photographs, it's all fine. And that, we are now, we are getting slated for providing EICRs that went up to standard because some other companies trying to get work out of them. I had a similar situation with a guy who was, there's a few guys around Stafford where, if there was no RTD protection, yes, it's instant. Too. It's yeah. instant new fuse board, and this this was what they were doing. And I spoke to them in the wholesalers because they knew what I we know each other before. But then with the YouTube stuff, he was like, he was asking me about it, and I was like, well, it all depends what's there, and I'm not going to go through all because we've done it before. And I said, well, realistically, what you show me is fine. It, it's a standard. It was it was up to the regulations when it was put in. The fuse board's plastic, but that's fine. I said, you know, you could argue it's not fifty mil in the wall, but that's wasn't a regulation when it was put in for an ICD protection. I said, really, there's no extra wiring in the house. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I'd pass it off. He was like, well, there's no RCD, and they could have an outside socket at some point. I was like, yeah, but at that point, then RCD yeah. needs to go in, or an RCD fuse spur, or something. Or but other. most RCD outside, so- <clears throat> sorry, most outside sockets have got an RCD built in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I was trying to, and he he wasn't going to go and try. He wasn't trying to con people. He had just misinterpreted what he had been told himself, which is awkward because we could have done an EICR for the same customer, and that he would have told the customer the installation was unsafe. Where I'd have gone, oh, you know, this it's absolutely fine for another. You know, we could have put a three year report on there or whatever. But this is what's good. This is what's good about social media and us doing things like this. Is you build a level of trust if people see you online. And the, the, you are promoting you as a company and your, you or yourself on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You're showing that you're accountable, that yeah. you can trust what you're saying. Yeah. So so it was, it, I felt, <laughs> I, yeah, I just felt a bit like <laughs> he needed the extra help of, of understanding the regulation from the grey point it was in, like it was told to me by, you know, Dave Savory, Mark, you guys. I had that input from a massive network of people to say, you know, this is really the way it should be done. He didn't really have that sort of network. It was just sort yeah. of him and his mate that had just interpreted the regs by themselves and were carrying it out. And there's a few things I've done in the past where I've done installs and then from learning from everyone else of maybe I wasn't doing it quite right and I've adapted to it because of that. I'm now surrounded by a lot of people with a lot of opinions. And do you know what? The, the good thing is as well, a lot of people like the smarter people um, not me, like Mark and people like that, will give you the advice. So if you were stuck and you put it on, on the internet, like you put it on Instagram or Twitter, like a photo, and you're like, I'm not really sure what what I should what I should code this as. Mate, in 10 minutes, you'll have yeah, I'm sorry, the yeah. answers. So it's the same as have shit from people as well. Yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, if you're gonna do it, expect stick for it as well, because you will get the odd. Yeah, but the, the thing is, there's always someone with a divvy opinion, and you just yeah. don't have to listen. Usually, to it. fact. <laughs> Sam, shall I tell you what I've been doing? Are we talking about this, you idiot? Oh, we're still talking about regs, aren't right, then? On an electrician show. Ugh. <laughs> no, but it's important. It's important. Have you all done your eighteen? Yeah. I just mind like two years ago. Yeah. Sam hasn't, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't done one yet either. Really? Yeah. Do you, do you know why? Not, not meant not have to do it then. Or what? So not why? to update my card. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So okay. ah. what will happen is um in commercial, there'll be a there'll be a cutoff point where companies will just say to agencies. Yeah. You don't want anyone with 17th. 
And then you lot will all rush to quickly get it done yeah. and panic, yeah. And then you Brilliant. get it done. But... I mean, there's, an, there's an agency in Scotland, I've heard, that does that. The, the, you cannot be in the agency unless you've got your 18s. There, there, a lot of places already are like it. They want an 18 edition gold cards parking, but yeah, right now... I've got a lighting agent that's asked for all of my uh, guys' uh, qualifications. That's good that they are asking and checking. I think so. I think it's. I think it's a good thing. Okay, it's a good thing. But what do they do? They know what they're looking for. This is what I mean. They ask for all these. That's exactly. That's what I said to them. Because that's a that's a minefield. Because Mm. it's like, are you looking for gold card sparkles? Because that actually means nothing. Yeah. Because, like, I'm a gold card fan, right? Don't get it twisted. But the reality is. Having a gold card doesn't mean anything in domestic. In commercial, it means everything. And then, so what? You might not have all gold card sparkies, but you might have guys who've been doing it and got their 2 3 or whatever it is, yeah. their City and Guilds qualification, but they haven't done their MVQ because they never went into commercial to be able to do their MVQ. That sort of stuff. So it's like, oh, he's not really a sparky if he doesn't have an MVQ or a gold card, which is. But my he's been opinion. doing it for thirty years or something. Yeah, yeah. But it's my opinion that you're not really a sparky unless you've got a gold card. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's like, sorry, Nick. Sorry, no comment, man. I've not said anything. It's fine. <laughs> but the reality is, if I went to a commercial house and I needed help. The first person I call is Nick. A commercial, <laughs> a commercial house. house. Sorry, a domestic <laughs> house. A, a domestic house. The first person I call was Nick. So, but, so, but the, so if everyone's following the British standards, what's the point in having any grading? Well, see that that's that that's that's that Scottish. That's like Rabsy Nesbit coming out with a with a piece of golden knowledge. Who? Oh, <laughs> the guy with the string vest. You never Nick, seen... Nick's too young for Rab. Rab seen this. No idea. No, Someone doesn't know either. Someone doesn't even know Bruce Willis is. So. Very funny. Fuck's <laughs> sake. It haunts me, that does. Um, but that's a great question. If you, if we all work to the what same standard, why do you need... Let's say hi to Charlie as well. Hi, Charlie. Oh, my God! <gasps> is that that's a new That's a new puppy. Is, what what oh. breed is it? Is that Chow? He's going to get massive. Oh, what? A chow? A, a chow, 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 yeah. They're like the little fluffy bears. So cute. He looks like a... um. What are the little bears off um, Star Wars called? Ewoks. He does. He looks like a chow chow. He does. Can I kill myself? Because now we're talking about Star Wars. What's uh, wrong with Star Wars? I've never seen Star Wars. It's, yeah, so it's literally the, reason for the most back boring... It's the most boring sci-fi program of all time. Do you know what I've just been watching? It's a, it's a completely off subject. Is I told someone to watch it the other day because oh, she gone. said, "Oh, I need a TV program to watch." The news. I haven't started. Uh, Lost in Space. Remember up. the original Lost in Space film? No. Nah. Seen it. They've seen remade it, it on Netflix. Sick. No, I've seen that. Um, this is how I know you're dumb, right? The original <laughs> Lost in Space this? film, Nick. This is the original <laughs> Lost in Space film was a series before it was a film. Yeah, but I'm on about the original film that I saw because I'm not old as fuck like you and everything in black and white. I'm on about the one with Jerry Triviani in it that was um, one of the original, what was the first Lost in Space film I ever saw. Yeah, but it's not the original. Don't they original? It's it's kind of like... You called him his friend's character. I can't remember his real... Matt LeBlanc, that's it. What is going on? What is going on? I've lost control. We were talking about regs and I just... Don't care. No, do you know what? And this is the thing. This is a management conversation. They're just boring. Like I, I've, I've done this long enough now, and I'm saying this to all the domestic people out there who would be in the same boat as me. I know what I need to know. And when so every that... reg change comes out or amendment change, we learn what we need to know that's changed slightly. And then we just get on with it, and we try and find our own new way that we can yeah. adapt ourselves to do these regs. When everyone starts going about the regulations and this and this has changed because AFD did it, it literally, I just sit there and go, I don't care. I just want <laughs> someone to give me the basic version of the regulation that's came out and how I can use it, how it's going to affect me in my house in, when I'm doing stuff in people's houses. And that's it. Same Tell here. me if I need to use metal clips 
and where. Fine. Tell me, me for AFDDs, what I need to test. It's fine. Everything else, don't give a shit about because it's irrelevant <laughs> to me and it's too much information. That's honestly how I feel. It's uh, I need, yeah. let me know what I need to know and the rest of it, that's it. It's like the rage book. See, that's a rage book. I just want to know what's on the front page and on the back page and get enough information from that changes of the two pages rather than reading all this the rest of the I just need to know what, what I need to do to make everything compliant I'm doing and then simplify it down and then I'll be happy to make sure what I'm, my work I'm doing is up to standard and then I can get on with it. That is the greatest... Do you ever refer back to the regs? No. <laughs> to be honest with you... <laughs> Unless it's like a cable calculation or a voltage drop or stuff, I think mm. if Adam asks me a question, I'll go. I'll go and get the book out of the van, and I will show him through it because he's yet to do his eighteenth edition, and this is for his benefit, not mine. Most of the jobs that we do, or most of the, the bits in people's houses, I've done it so much now; it's just become second nature to go. Yeah. What size cable do you need for this? Well, we you know what's right, things. don't you? I just know I'm a competent spark, and I know. What so see, see, when doing, see when you're doing your EICRs, do you mention no, 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 no? With um, and we got more and more. We were like, right, yeah, and we we learned it a bit better. What we were coding stuff. What no. Like there was a fuse board in an outside cupboard, which is very common around here. And there was rust inside the fuse board where, to me, the enclosure is not fit for purpose. It can get water vapor, uh, sorry, water in there at some point or dust. Yep. It's not fit for its enclosure. It should be pushed inside. I gave it a C2. And I said, this needs to move it inside. Landlord completely ignored me, got another spark in his side off and said, it's absolutely fine. It's an outside cupboard. It's old rust. There's no moisture in there. And I was like, well... <laughs> It's obviously rust. That's why he's moist. You know what I mean? Moist. rust all over the MCBs. Um, Maybe I've seen that video. I think i actually seen that video. Age of the World. Was that a couple of years yeah. ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that one. That's my most viewed video. Blue I, I've seen that a few times. Um, right, so we, do, we don't transfer any of the reg numbers onto our observations because our clients don't understand them. Yeah, this is what we've said before with Dave Savory. Um, it's 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 pointless putting all these regulations down for a customer. They want to know the basics of this thing's fixing and a very short sentence of why. That's it. That's it. So that that's where maybe the British standards are not relevant or regulations are not relevant because they're not fit for purpose for the client. So they're fit for purpose for us to understand it, but for us to explain it to the client, we need to put it in what we interpret from the regulations. Yeah. Do you know what I think this is? This could be the most powerful podcast on this subject of all time. I don't want people to think I don't care about the regulations because we all do. We, have, we yeah. have to work to this stuff. But for someone like me... We're not interested, if that makes sense. We're not interested. Yeah, in I'm not, I just want to learn what I need to know to make what I'm doing correct and to regs. And that's it. When we have all these other discussions on this point, 4.1.2.4.5... Oh, God, just Shut up. pages it and what sentence like fine i understand but i don't i'm not this type of person that could memorize the regs and what's the reason of this that and the other and what page is it on it's like we can look to it we all have these books but really it's just like just i'm not interested in it i've never been interested in it what uh, a breath it... of fresh air what a breath of fresh air to hear like one of the most prominent electricians in the industry just say say it how Fuck it the is regs. <laughs> No, no, it's not what he's saying. He's just saying like I've had the I've had I've had this thing where I've been saying, listen, electricians work to the rule of thumb, and only when they get stuck they turn to the regs. Yeah, and even then that's a long shot. They're going to ask a friend. Well, this is it. If I ever get stuck, there's something I'm not quite sure. I had this the other day, right? So if we ever run uh, meter tails, if we extend it from uh, the outside cupboard or whatever longer than three meters, I've always been told. You put a KMF switch in and it has to be fused down to 60 or 63 amp. I've been told that for the yeah, rule yeah. of thumb for years. I was doing it the other day and I just, I second question myself because at some point this lady's wants a EV charger fitted and something else eventually. I thought, well, 60 amp fuse isn't enough, really. She has a five bedroom house. She's got her, uh, an induction hob, big range cooker. We're already pretty hitting the limit um of maximum demand on the property she then has an ev charger a, a constant draw of 32 amp it's not enough so i rang dave savory i said dave 
what's your opinion on this? And he was like, you can put a KMF switch in, but the rule is you just have to match the cutout fuse. So it's got a point of break before the main cutout. And I was like, well, I've always been told it's 60 amp. He was like, where in the regs does it say it needs to be 60 amp if it's over three meters? I was like, I have just been told this from years ago. So I've always done it. And he was like, I've heard of this, but he says, I've always just put whatever's in the main cutout. So if I don't know what's in the main cutout, I put an 80 amp in, which is what they come as standard KMF switches. Um, and I was just like, oh, it's just some news to me that I didn't know, but I wouldn't go through a regulations book to find this. There is, by the way, there's a calculation on that that somebody fucking brought to me a wee while ago and it stuck in my head. And it was because I just, I'd done exactly what you said. And he said, because the impedance of the circuit effectively from the, the main uh, switch room or the main switch gear that where it's came from, the transformer, the impedance has changed slightly, that the fault current is obviously going to change as well. So even though your overcurrent device is okay, you just need to make sure that the fault current device can take the extra impedance of the cable. Right. That was that was something that, and I think that's maybe why we've always said you can do the 63 or the 60, because that's maybe why the fault current comes into hand. But again, I don't, I'm just going by rule of thumb and what I've always just went with. Yeah. But somebody did tell me there is a calculation. Same, if you're too close to a substation, you can't have 10KA rated MCBs in your board. You've got to have 6Ks. Oh, right. Well, we only really fit 6KA anyway. Uh, um, sorry, sorry. I don't even know what we're... Yeah, no, it's just an interesting thing that you say we've always done stuff and I just picked it up from ringing someone smarter than me instead of picking a book up and reading through it because that's the way I'm wired to do it. And that's that's the way that's the way the world is now. You don't go and get a book out, you Google it. You like you don't go to the library. Does it not become like Chinese whispers? Well, this is what it is, I think, with the KMF switch I've had. I was told this and I have repeated it constantly on my videos over the two years until this video I've gone. Oh, actually, Dave might be right, and I've never really picked a book up to check. So, yeah, you're right. Do you know what? I wouldn't question Dave. I wouldn't either. So I just uh, take his word for no. it now. <laughs> did you see the video there on the? Did you see the video on YouTube of the the neutral fault? I've not watched it yet. No. Ah, uh, it's quite good. Actually, I was watching yours last night. No, the night before, and then uh, his popped up straight just straight after yours. I just yeah. went straight on that. It's, his fucking part are so funny. Listen, so I'll tell you what, Dave Osavo is um, and will always be an honorary host of the podcast because um, he's been doing it for years on and off. Um, he's one of the gr- Like, have you seen his artwork on his channel now as well? You know who does that, don't you? I bet it's one of his daughters. It's his daughter, yeah. yeah. Is that? Oh, yeah. mate, it's phenomenal. He's got the best looking, the best looking channel. Oh, like I don't care about all the snazzy. It's totally things. changed, doesn't it? Like it, it, it went Mate. quite, it went quite professional last year, and now it's like kind of yeah. It is, it is stunning. The thing the is, Dave is stunning. Yeah, Dave's never done it for subscribers or the money or anything no. like that because of the content he creates and the swearing and the <laughs> sexual scenes he likes to do with Jamie Beck in the van, which was awesome, <laughs> by the way. Um, Such a thing. He's, he, he won't do it for sponsors like people aren't interested in him because of the profanity he uses but that's Dave and he loves it and he enjoys it and he's now made it into what he wants but equally he still will gain customers from this because he is a very intelligent man with yeah. a witty humour but unfortunately it's not what you sponsors would want and whatnot. he is without doubt my favourite YouTuber yeah probably yeah other than myself. <laughs> no, but honestly, his channel is beautiful now. His daughter's artwork is phenomenal. It's some of the best some of the best thumbnails, bar none, anywhere on the internet. Uh, he did say to me, you know, he said, do you want, do you want uh, my daughter to do a few of your thumbnails and whatnot? Because when she was, ju- this was a while ago when she was just wanting to do it. He says, yeah, if you send a picture over, uh, and this is when I went to his house, actually, me and, and I took Adam over for some testing. And my fear was, you know, when you get a caricature when you sit down and they start <laughs> doing it, it should make me look really round. I'm like, okay. All right. It's a massive head. Do you know what? They are phenomenal. She's very talented. Yeah. Um, probably a chip off the old block of uh, Savo, eh? Probably yeah. is. Probably her mum. But uh, like Nick, the, amount, the amount of content you're putting out just now, like every like two, two days or something. It's fucking, I mean, I'm just, I think a pop-up came up yesterday and then one the day before. I'm just like, how, I take my hat off to you, how you. I don't know how I do it. 
It's, it's worn me thin. Do you edit all your thin. own stuff? Sorry? Do you edit all your own stuff as well? Yeah. How long does that take you? How do you have time to do it? If you Try doing up. it with three kids as well. Great fun. <laughs> Buffkin Hill. Um, I just know it, it's worn me a bit down past two weeks because I had a massive backlog, which was fantastic. And I got about four or five filmed in a week when it was just nice jobs. It was simple to simple to film and it was something interesting. I can easily talk about something that's new and we're trying something different out. It's nice, refreshing video. But because I set myself a goal of doing two the videos spot. a week. Sorry? <laughs> Carry on. Like, because I set myself a goal of doing two a week and I want to keep that up, sometimes it does get quite repetitive and like it's then the sixth fuse board video in a row or something like that because some of the jobs are the same. Um, and then I ran out of videos and I've ended up now having to record. I've recorded three in the past two days, but they were fun. They were lighthearted. Me and Adam had a laugh. We've done some things. I've actually spent about £1,200 on Amazon. Um, what? Buying, no way. Yeah, buying stuff. Because so ages ago, I don't know if you ever saw, I bought a massive machine, a cable stripping machine. And you feed the cable through it, strips it all, and, you, and I melt the copper. So I spent 350 quid on that machine thinking... I was trying to convince myself. I was like, to me, they're off. I'll buy this. And yeah, now I'll get, I'll get the ad revenue back and whatnot. And I made about 800 quid on ad revenue alone from that video. No. Yeah, because it did really well. I, see, I, this, is, I, this is something totally, like, I'm not, I'm totally above this to social yeah. media money. It, what was that word? I bled that. I a lot of money. It is. So I got uh, 100, I think it's 170, 180,000 views on that video because it was an interesting subject. Is so it overviews how much money you get? Yeah. So YouTube do a thing called CPM and RPM. So CPM is counts per milli. So it's how much money YouTube gets per thousand views. Did my man just say milli? That's what it stands for. Counts per milli. Counts per, counts per milli. <laughs> anyway. Uh, cool story, bro. Shut up. And uh, RPM is um, what we get as YouTubers. It's our cut after YouTube have taken theirs. So per video, it changes. It's completely random. It's nothing to do with what you're doing uh, on the video because all mine are electrical content. Sometimes it's £7 per thousand views. Sometimes it jumps up to 12 and then sometimes it goes to £3. It's just random. But if you were to have a business YouTube page where you give people financial advice, they're on like 50, 60 pound per thousand views. No, it's, it's massive. They I'm, make- I'm, guessing child, I'm guessing children videos must be even less then. They, it's, the- yeah, it's pence really because yeah. they, it's so saturated of child's videos and, and, and cartoons and whatnot. And they don't really put many adverts in between the videos yeah, it's yeah. All just at the beginning. Um, so every, if you work it out, so if I put a 25 minute video on and I put, I can place adverts throughout. I have no idea what it's going to pop up with, but... Every time someone clicks, let's say it's a 20-second skippable ad. So you watch the first five seconds, and you can skip it after five seconds. Let's say for that advert, you skipped it after five seconds. I would get a tiny percentage of, let's say you would get a pound randomly for the whole video. If you skipped after five seconds, I would get 25p. But if you watch the whole thing and let it play out and then carry on playing the video... I would get more money from watching, and YouTube would, from watching the entire video. But if you were to click the link as well, people earn more money off it because they've been redirected through an advert. Yeah. I've so, nearly died during that conversation. Of I literally don't care. Go and choke on it. I never you. understood how you could actually like make money from it and how... Yeah, so at the moment, I mean, I, I'm going to do a video on this at some point, but because Christmas as well, because it's a massive advertisement portion of the year advertisers pay YouTube a lot more money to advertise on YouTube in Christmas, on the build-up to Christmas. So our ad revenue goes, it almost doubles. So at the moment, what I'm on, I mean, I can probably get it up here. Um, no, don't. No, no, I'm happy. I want to know. I'm happy to speak about it. I'm going to do a video at some point. So ad revenue, this is just ad revenue, is uh, from last month was £2,400. And you got paid that? Yeah. After yeah, I've got to take tax from it. That's, <laughs> that's just from Your summer's face. Ad revenue like, alone. Why the fuck am I not doing YouTube, man? No one wants to answer that. But yeah, so that's the situation with like YouTube stuff over Christmas. But I look what I was saying is I've just bought loads more stuff to reinvest. As soon as that video went well, and I could see that I got I got the machine paid for, I earned money off the video. I said to everyone on a recent video, let me all know what you want me to buy, review. If I buy it with my own money, it means I can literally say whatever I want about it. 
and I'm not saying I don't say not bad things about stuff that people send me because I'm very selective of what people send. So if, if someone says, can I send you Hitachi's newest impact driver? I'll say, absolutely no. No, thank you at all because <laughs> I'm not interested. Because I'm Bosch. <clears throat> no, no. I mean, in general, with anything, if you're going to send me something, I always filter it first because I get offered a lot of stuff and I just say no to a lot of it because I don't want to Do be that person. you know what I'm desperate for? What? And I would love someone to send me is a, um, a power oak. Oh, yeah, my power bank. I, w- I want a power bank. It's mint. Do you know why? Because it's one of the things, like, if there's a power cut, you can be the most smug person on the block and just go, got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know so I, I got sent a power bank. It's like this big. It's a 1,800-watt power bank output. Now you really got good. sent three, just so you know. It's fine. I only asked for one. Did, did Mark Allison not just make his own one? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's never going to be as good as these ones. No. Yeah. No, and Mark's mine actually broke off. the other day. My power huh? oak, my power oak broke. <gasps> I know, and I'm about to email the company to say what's this, and I thought I'd give it one last go. So I just kick the hell out of it. My steely's on. Works a treat. Well, oh, man, I want, I want a power oak so bad. They're like eighteen hundred quid. I know. Eighteen hundred. Yeah. Here's a question: If you could blag any free bit of kit, what would it be? Mm. Probably an electric van. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's probably the, the be all and end all, isn't it, really? That's just never going to happen, though, is it? Don't know. I had Ford message me a while ago, you know what I'm saying? By the way, Mercedes have mentioned uh, we've, got two, <laughs> we've got two new ghetto uh, workers, electricians, and uh, Mercedes, Western Mercedes in Glasgow have messaged us to see if we can trial their electric van we trialed a couple of them but they want to do like some documentary and use the girls and it's going to be women in trades that's cool but it's cool it's cool but it's overplayed and they're a little bit out of date yeah but you only get a range with the veto you get you're lucky if you get a range of 80 miles no that's not very many yeah I, i had the people carrier one and you had a range of about 230 miles is it all down to do with the payload, really? Yeah. Uh, that has uh, a factor on it, but actually um, it's down to the battery technology that the, that the uh, manufacturers are using. Yeah, that's, that's the main thing for Mercedes. They're using old technology. Old technology. Like Tesla's technology, you can get like, I think they're doing 350 miles now. Yeah. yeah. Well, have you seen have you seen the electric van? It looks like the electric black taxi. Yeah, I had an email. Hey, I talked to Sam about it. They the, that company messaged me and said, "Can we send you one up to use for a week?" I ended Definitely. up saying no because I didn't have a car charger. Oh, they're amazing. Honestly, amazing. You need to get a YouTube channel somewhere. I don't. I can't so, talk enough. Summer. I don't work enough. <laughs> what would be your number one freebie if you could get it? Not a van. I'm simple. I just want anything for free. <laughs> do you know, do you know what, the spark a, what about a what about a TI, what about a TIS multifunction tester? What tester do you use currently? <laughs> Mega what? I don't know which one it is. 17, 15, 13. There's no 13. Just made it out. I think the last one I was using, it's not mine, obviously. Was the, Is it 50? Like, it's like FT? I can't remember. You're, right, you're dumb. Um, I, I don't look at it. I do things, no. test things. <laughs> and <laughs> Would you like your own tester? Answer me this. Would you like your own tester? I would like my own tester, but I, no, I wouldn't because I don't want a test. I hate testing. That's that's not me. So that's you don't want your own tester. Right. That's annoying because I could have got your own tester. Um, you got your brand new TF. Um, TIS. TIS. FT Pro. I've heard good and bad things. No, whatever bad you've heard is nonsense. Yeah. The only bad, there is a bad thing. And I'll happily say like, No. It's when we're doing our 
R1, R2. Yeah, yeah, du- double lead, double lead testing. Yeah, you've got to take out one of the the green lead and stick yeah. it in your blue port. And it, it does say on the instructions, if you click help, it will tell you at least to put in. But if you you're using this, the... yeah, what so unless it's in front of me, what it is, just instead of you've got three lead tests, you've got all three probes in the correct holes. If you then want to do a two lead test, a lot of the time you take the neutral out, you then put the earth in the neutral, and then you put the neutral in the top of the earth, and you do it. And like trying to figure, as soon as you figured it out, you sound. But when Adam was no, trying to show like me, I was like, "What?" That sounds really. But the scalability of what it does is way better than any other test. It's nice. The screen's yeah, really I've nice not as well. Seen one. So, like, I'm not seeing one in person. Um, let me tell you, they're the Starship Enterprise of testers. They are really good. They are really good, and they're really like they've got guides on them and everything like tells you what lead to put where and all that sort of stuff they're top-notch bit of kit they're actually i got sent one um earlier on this year and it is literally my prized possession i love that i gave mine to Adam. um the only thing i like more than that no the only thing i like like it is my velocity pro back pro gear stuff still not got one of them I've still not got one of them. Velocity off the warehouse. <laughs> oh, honestly, velocity stuff is wicked. I've not. I've got a VO. I haven't got velocity stuff. I've got a Stanley Flatman. I've had it for years. Do you want a velocity? What's that? Oh, is, is that the velocity um, uh, service bag? Would you like to try velocity summer? Always. Okay. Do you want me to have a word? Let Nick have a word. But he won't because he'll forget because he's so busy. He won't. He got, got me my, he got me a new head torch and mine got stolen. Yeah, that was nice. What yeah. head torch did you get? You like? Um Yeah, someone someone picked, cut off the head torch off yeah. her hard hat when she was at lunch. Do you know what? That shit happens. Mm. That shit happens on commercial sites all the time. Nothing sacred. I've had it for literally a year, and no one had ever like taken it. And I always leave a hard hat, like if it's just cable tied on. They've literally cut the fucking ties off it. It's so annoying. Right, oh, they were good. So they got it. They got it to you straight away, though, didn't they? Didn't they? That everyone, like you know, you like look around, like who the fuck's got more shit? Mm. <laughs> so you, like. They did well. What I've done, but I was angry. <laughs> I literally just messaged you like straight away and said, mate, Summer, she's had this pinch. Can you send her one? And she was like, yeah, no problem. And they were sent it the same day, didn't they? Come on. Yeah, and it day. was a better one as well. And Unilite are a decent company. Shout out. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. well, Shout out to Unilite, Velocity, TIS, and obviously Hypervolt. And on that note, we're out.